The late television producer Howard Michael Leeds had a long and storied career. Credited as a writer for The Red Skelton Hour, Bewitched, Barney Miller, and My Three Sons, among others. Leeds went on to become the producer and co-creator of Sanford and Son spin-off Grady, The Facts of Life, and Silver Spoons. But on September 7, 1985, Howard Leeds gave the world his most confusing creation, a straight-to-syndication train wreck named Small Wonder. Welcome to Who's Piloting This Podcast, where we explore the premiere episodes of television history, and sometimes just shit all over them. Um, hi guys. Welcome to episode two of Who's Piloting This Podcast. I am your host, Gretchen. And I am James. And if you hear a another noise over here, it's my dog, Siler. He is uh, whining a lot. Okay, so tonight we are going to dive into a really weird show that um, it actually never quite had a pilot. It first ran in syndication. So the pilot aired in first run syndication, I should say, um, in September of 85. And, and Gretchen, uh, tell us, what does syndication mean? Syndication means that they can just air it whenever, wherever, right? Unlike any network, anytime. That's right. So basically, the network didn't buy the show. Because they didn't believe in the shit. <laughs> uh, but wait, uh, Gretchen, what's this awesome beer? Oh, yeah. So tonight we're drinking um, an Aslan beer, which is one of our favorite local breweries. Um, it's Stellar Parallax. It's a double IPA. It's juicy. And it's got Simcoe in it, which is also named after one of our dogs. It, that is tasty. Good stuff. <laughs> So did you watch the show originally? I did, but I'm like, I kind of have a terrible memory, so I didn't remember a ton of stuff about it. I mean, like bits and pieces here and there, but then as we were doing our research for the podcast, we watched the pilot the other night and I was like, oh, holy shit, I actually do remember more than I realized. So basically the premise, if you guys aren't familiar, because probably only like 10 people watched the show <laughs> in total, but... It was about this like weird family, the Lawsons, and the dad was like a, a nerd and he created this robot child that was named Vicky and... Wait, hang on. I got a clip. A doll. Joni, honey, this is not just a doll. It's an experimental V-I-C-I. Give that to me in English. V-I-C-I. That means voice input child identicant. It means it can be controlled by voice command. Which is hilarious because obviously I don't think identicate is a word, right? I mean, yeah, they I just, they, they had to, somebody decided it couldn't be a Y. Yeah. V-I-C-I, <laughs> but he made it Vicky, you know, whatever. It's terrible. But so the first, <laughs> first scene, they're trying to, you know, obviously introduce the characters as normally in a pilot. And... <sighs> Just all of the characters in the show are awful. The writing's awful. It's all awful. But it's, I don't know. I don't know what the payoff is, actually. <laughs> but um, so the brother comes home and from school and his mom hands him a giant freaking carrot. And it's like, what? That struck me. I'm like, what child comes home from school and is like happy to have their afternoon snack be a big freaking carrot? And, you know, I know this is obviously everybody's gotten used to like those little nub carrots but this is like a big honking it had like yeah it had 
the stem and everything. Like you would put in a snowman in like the 50s <laughs> yeah. for a nose. For visual, yes. And I think it's probably because they couldn't afford like real snacks for the show. They didn't have the budget. I'm pretty sure they had, they had to like feed people. Well... They didn't even have, they had a jug, they had a water jug off to the left and it didn't even have water in it. So I don't think they could afford to fill that. So I think their budget was. Uh, but that is a plot point. Don't oh, you remember? you're right. Yeah. It is. Did <laughs> you want to talk about it? Well, I wasn't sure about, so this is Gretchen's first time producing a show, which, <laughs> I don't know what the which, hell I mean, I'm doing. Clearly. I don't, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I've already produced one show. Yes. So. I've got that going for me. So I'm not really sure where we're going with the flow of this. 100%. I'm not either. Oh my God. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So I don't think we ever hit the premise, right? So the premise is the dad of this family. <clears throat> What's his name? Ted Lawson. Ted. Ted Lawson. So, t- so dad is Ted. Wife is Joan. Joni. Yeah, Joan. And then they've got this ugly kid named Jamie. Now, um, I remember watching this show... And loving it when I was a little kid, but I hated Jamie. And for some reason, <laughs> I think this is really hilarious, but I remember that actor, the kid act, and this is mean. I fully admit that, right? <laughs> I'm, I remember this, this kid actors, sorry, my dog was about to trip up the stairs. I remember this kid actors being very fat. And then when we watch the show, he's not, he just got a he's no. really shitty haircut. Yeah. And he's really not a good looking child. Well, I mean, he's not ugly. He's got mm. like cheruby cheeks and maybe a twinkle in his eyes, but I think it doesn't help that he's annoying. Yes. So premise of the show, the the dad is some kind of inventor and one day he comes home from work and he's all annoyed um, because his boss won't listen to his invention or listen, um, I guess, to his pitch about his invention that he's been working on. Special project. Mm, yeah. The special project is a robot girl. <laughs> and he, he comes in with a briefcase full of large doll parts. <laughs> He's like, check out my briefcase. And of course, the mom and the son are like, what the hell is this? Um, um, but there's also an annoying next door neighbor that figures into the storyline. Oh, my God. Harriet. Yeah, I fucking hate her. I hated Hi, her. Jamie. Hi, Harriet. <laughs> Jamie, that was rude. That's no way to treat your neighbor. I'm sorry, Mom, but she deserves it. Harriet's a pill and she's nosy. Who's writing for this kid? Right. Because <laughs> they write all of his lines like a 1940s like Jewish stand-up comedian. Exactly. Like what 10-year-old child says a pill? Ah, uh, she's a pill. Um, and she's nosy. There's also a scene where he talks about, I'm never going to get married and raise a family. And it's like, what again, what 10-year-old boy is talking like that? Anyway, um, Harriet, yes. Next door neighbor, hated her then, watched the pilot last night, hate her now. Uh, she was super annoying. She had a crush on Jamie. And she literally in the pilot popped up in every single window like a creepy peeping Tom. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of pervy elements to the show, Very. which are, are, are super creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have another one. I mean, one, well, I'll, I'll you know, right off where... Yeah, the next door neighbor is always peering through windows, like when people are waking up in pajamas and likely getting dressed. Yes, <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> so we'll come back to Harriet in a second. But on the creepy note, when Ted introduces Vicky finally to his family, 
they're like, oh, she smells good. And he says, oh, yeah, I found some of mom's perfume. And it's like, um, so you put your your wife's perfume on your creepy robot child daughter? Yeah, that, yeah. And then he says, do you like how I dressed her? Yeah. It's, and then um, he says, oh, do you want her to be a redhead? Yeah. It's all uh, a bit pervy a, and gross. And, a lot creepy. Yeah. And then, wait, there's this line, too, that I, I saved this one out, too. Yes, men and women get married and they have babies. Right. Listen, did my dad happen to program you about how they do that? I do not have that information. So he's like, he's I constant. I can't get it out of him either. <laughs> it's like ex- extra pervy. And, oh, there was, <laughs> I remember very distinctly right in the beginning, like one of the first lines in like the old Jewish comedian way that they, they've given this child to say is, you know, boy, I sure wish I had a little brother. But sometimes it seems like you're not even trying, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like while he's eating his giant gross carrot. So, okay, back to, let's swing back to Harriet for a second. So she had this haircut. She had these bangs that were, they looked like they weighed 10 pounds. They were like an impenetrable force. And picture the back of He-Man's head slapped on the front of her face. That's what they look like. Just this, yeah, the chop bangs. Yes. And. And flaming red. Yeah, just, oh, God, she was so annoying. I mean, I guess stellar acting. I mean, she played that really annoying child well. Yeah, she annoyed you. She did. So, yeah, so the family, it's actually not just Harriet. It's her and her parents. I I don't think she had any siblings. If she did, they didn't get into that in the pilot. But um, it's the Brindles. Those are the neighbors. And fun fact, the actress who played Mrs. Brindle, her mom, also played the secretary in what I would say is arguably one of the best films ever made, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> he's a righteous dude. <laughs> yeah, like um, of the main actors in the show uh, it seems like one of them went on to do some kind of a soap opera maybe nobody else did anything and so the most famous people in the show are all like the next door neighbors yeah and And they're um, not that famous no but like god we were reading about like some behind the scenes on the show and actually the child who played harriet was saying you could do a e-true hollywood story about the show itself, because apparently there was like a shit ton of drama behind the scenes. The cast members, the cast and crew all got along really well, but, um, apparently like all of the parents of the children like did not. And there was always just like fighting and like all kinds of, I don't know, drama, but, uh, yeah, most of the people they interviewed, they can only find like, I think two people to interview from the show. And one of them was Joan. I don't remember her, the, her real name, the the one who played the mom. And they were basically like, were you embarrassed to have been a part of this? And she was like, no, I got paid. Um, you know, it wasn't the best role ever. But uh, apparently this show was dubbed like I can't quote this, but it was. Oh, shit. I should have written it down. Something like the worst show. Oh, here it is. Uh, it's consistently singled out as maybe the worst TV show of all time. That's uh, that's saying a lot. Yeah. I mean, they, they canceled Cop Rock like after one show. Yeah. Ooh, that's I mean, one that's, we should watch. That is one we should watch. Put that in the show notes. Okay. 
Is this is this open forum time? It is. It's open forum time. Okay, one, they had a fireplace in the kitchen. Why? Yeah, that was bizarre. And and I when I, I watched it the third time, I noticed that there was like a little cubby next to the fireplace, and I for a second thought there were two fireplaces, but that was clearly like just a place to keep wood or something. I don't know. Fireplace in the kitchen, didn't like that. Um, the kid has an alarm clock and sets it, which makes no sense. I mean, yeah. he's nine, right? Or ten? Ten. Ten. No kid does that. That's Mm-mm. just, no. Oh, but I mean, it kind of goes along the lines of like him being this weird, <laughs> this weird old Jewish comedian. Um, I pulled this clip too. They said to go to your room. Yes, but they didn't say to stay here. So don't give me any back talk. Just remember who's boss here. Me, the big J. <laughs> don't give me no back talk. The big J. The big J. What are your other notes? You so I did, and I, I didn't. I didn't like, like very well organize them. Obviously, um, I couldn't tell. I could not tell, and I'm gonna have to look this up. And and I, I didn't have a lot of time to do research here. Um, I'm starting a new job. Well, I started a new job, so that requires some attention during the day. Surprisingly enough, um, is it shot in front of a live studio audience? I, I think it might do. be really, which is, which is weird because the kids are like waiting. Um, they're like doing like real timing. They're waiting for like the audience to stop laughing, hit their next line. God, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them just to have like a tape recorder of a laugh track. That just, that seems like more trouble than it'd be worth. Um, the mom seems like she likes wearing jumpsuits. That's, were you digging that? Yeah. She had a really awesome jumpsuit on. It was um, navy blue, long sleeve. So I have a lot of thoughts about the technology aspect here. Okay, go. So for one thing, I'm going to play this because he kind of, they, somebody writes some techno mumbo jumbo for him to spout off. And so he does this. No, 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 no. It's activated by the light. You see, its eyes here are solar cells and its brain is a data flow system using wafer scale integration with the data pads hooked into a self-organizing systolic array processor. That makes sense. <laughs> So the guy invents a robot, invents artificial intelligence. <laughs> he invents um, natural language processing. Uh, he, I think in later episodes you learn, well, they, they, so in one episode, I think they do show that she charges by sticking a plug in her armpit. But for some reason, I thought I read in a later episode, they kind of revealed that she's also atomic powered. So yeah, they said that in a few episodes, I think when they, again, the show had no budget, but like on one or two episodes, she would stretch her neck, like in these crazy angles. She would also pick up, uh, Jamie, like with one hand. Well, she picked up the water bottle. That's, we never got back to that. Yeah. Yeah. The so in the beginning of the episode, they show, um, like a classic, like office water bottle. And I do remember people having those in like the eighties in their house. I mean, I don't know if it was like, I mean, cause we always lived in areas with good water. So I don't, I don't understand why you would have water. that. <laughs> yeah. Not in Flint. Um, but you know, they walk past it and it's clearly empty. And then later on in the show, he goes to make tea by taking water from it. And he says, oh, it's empty. I can't pick up this other one because it's too heavy. We have to wait for dad. And then um, he makes some sort of really crappy instruction to her, like, get on, go ahead. 
And so she takes that as to pick up the water bottle and she holds it with one hand, like kind of over her head. And he's like, wow, you're amazing. And then she says, I, I'm a machine. <laughs> Way to wrap up that conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a machine. But to get back to like the dad thing, I mean, this guy has invented a lot of amazing stuff. And it seems like his best idea f- for it is to use it to help teach children. But like he invented a robot. Yeah. And he takes it home and hides it. Yeah. Well, eventually, I think she ends up going to school because, of course, stupid ass He-Man bangs on the pilot finds her because she's creeping through every window of their house. Harriet. Harriet. I know. Harriet He-Man bangs. But um, so she's like, who's this kid? And and Jamie's like, she's my she's our cousin or whatever. So anyway, I think in later episodes, I can't really remember. But what I was reading was that she ends up going to school. Um, Vicky, th- does. Vicky does. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky goes to school. And then like, I don't remember this at all. First of all, shocking in and of itself that the freaking thing ran for four seasons because Christ, I'm surprised it even made it two episodes. But, um, apparently in seasons three and four, there is an identical evil robot twin version of Vicky played by the same child actress that makes appearances in seasons three and four. Um, but she does not speak in monotone. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. And like, I went through a lot of the, um, shows through all, all of the seasons. So like this, I mean, the scope of this podcast is supposed to be the premiere episode, but you know, we don't ignore the rest of the show because it kind of informs the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. They, 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 I don't know what they were doing with their storylines. They never once tried to capitalize on the fact that they had invented artificial intelligence and a robot, um, instead they tried to use that robot for a series of get rich quick schemes that just made no sense. Yeah. I'll like, be honest. I don't, I think there's even an episode where she figures out by, um, helping her dad with the car. She, she invents a way for the car to get a hundred miles a, a gallon. Wow. Okay. We all need, we all need a Vicky then. It sounds like. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know what they were doing with her. It's schemey. It's scammy. Scammy and schemy. And then the fact that Jamie like keeps her in a closet. In yeah, his room. that is weird. He keeps her in like a wardrobe. Is that what they call it? A wardrobe? I guess. Um, it's, it's almost like a toy chest or something. Yeah, but she's like standing and it's double doors and he just puts her in there. And I don't know. It's freaking creepy and weird. So not only, so not only does he have a girl robot that he keeps in his room and they dress up in this weird, what is, what's that dress called? Uh, that doily I want to say like I, pedophore or something like that. Uh, anyway. God, that's a dessert, babe. Yeah, I, you're I don't right. Know. I don't know what the dress is called. But, so Ugly. It's like the, the dress is kind of creepy, but he's also super, super pervy. And it's like, eh. He's gross. Um, what's the he going to do with a robot girl? Yeah, I I don't know. There's an underlying creep factor throughout the whole show. And I wonder if it's, well, it's got to be like the writers or the director, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's the director, but. Oh, here's a gem that I came across. <laughs> so apparently in like season three, the child playing Vicky was going through, was starting to go through puberty. And they were like, oh, how are we going to explain this away? And 
they basically said that her dad had stretched her limbs <laughs> because she started getting taller. And it's like, how did they even get away with this shit? Like, it's so stupid. So they tried to cram all the episodes they could. They, they would just film and film and film as quickly as they could because they're like, we got to get ahead of this puberty thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of shows take hiatuses. That's one of the things we learned, and they they didn't specifically because they were like, we gotta get ahead, we gotta get ahead of this problem. Like, I guess if boobs sprout, we got a, a big deal here. Um, but you know, there was a lot of issues with the actress that played um, Vicky because you know, I guess who knows if she was super talented or not. I don't know, but the you know, I guess she had been a dancer and all, all of these other things, and then she was forced to do these really monotone robotic things and, and got said bored it really with it. took a toll on her. Yeah. got bored with it very quickly. Um, another thing that jumped out at me and, and this is really only for the more geeky of us is that he's programming the robot with a TRS 80. Okay. No, that means nothing to you. So I grew up in the early eighties and that was like every school's first computer bef- because we, couldn't afford apples um so we all had a trs-80 which was like the radio shack version of a computer back then but he also programs the robot um i i wrote it down simply by typing respond to voice commands oh yeah he did it was like and that programmed the robot yeah it was uh, very in-depth code he wrote there yeah, I don't know. Oh, this is a really terrible thing to end on if we go here, if we go there. But <laughs> he's got a full size traffic light in his toy closet where he keeps Vicky. I know. What is that? I don't know. It's like they they just went to like some crappy L.A. prop house with a shopping cart and just walked down and just pulled stuff off a shelf. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Every I mean, the sets, the acting, the writing, the. It was garbage. And, you know, I don't want to break the premise of the show, but I think there's an episode like around the fourth season where there's a drug pusher. And I really wanted to watch that. Oh, shit. (laughs) We should dig that up just for fun. I think all in all, we have done the show justice in that it's a giant steaming pile of crap that no one ever needs to revisit. And, And, you know, we'll 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 research. We'll give copyright credit at the end here where. It's appropriate. I. It seems like it's available on home video, but we definitely watched it just straight up on YouTube, and it. W- it looked like it was some dude that uploaded it. I. I don't think it was any kind of company. So, your mileage may vary, but you can probably find it on YouTube. All right. Well. So what did we learn? Been, uh, I hated every single character. <laughs> uh, piss poor writing. And it's not even that the writing was bad, bad. It was just like, it didn't, it was, it was like lazy and didn't fit. Like there weren't elements of the story that didn't make sense. It was just like, here's a crappy old, like joke from the Catskills that I'm going to force into this 10 year old's mouth. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Everything was off about it. And also very, you know, um, underlying perv factor. And uh, also, yeah, what child eats a giant carrot for an after-school snack? <laughs> and that's it. I'm out. <laughs> Thanks, folks. Um, I think next week we're going to maybe try and do cheers. Mm. 
Because that's the show that started it all here. So. All right, guys. She's a small wonder. She's fantastic. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. (laughs) All right, let's quit while we're ahead. (laughs) We're not. No, we're behind. (laughs) Thanks, folks. Bye. for enduring our podcast folks small wonder was produced by metro media and 20th century fox television and is distributed on dvd by shout factory all copyrights are the property of metro media and 20th century fox if you like this podcast follow us on twitter and facebook subscribe on your favorite podcast service and leave us a review check out our website at who's podcast.com and if you want to tell us what to watch next call, call and give us a message at three can you use any of this? Yeah. <laughs> At 323 net info. Hope you'll join us next week. Credited as a writer for the Red Skeleton Hour, Bewitched. It's Red Skeleton. Skeleton, fuck. Red Skeleton. <laughs> <It's> red skeleton. <laughs> okay.